You're listening to Leave It to Neva with me, Neva Lee Rekla, the show that's changing the world one conversation at a time. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Leave It to Neva show. I'm your host, Neva Lee Rekla, and today we're going to be talking all about being a young leader. And I think that this is a really important topic for so many people because at least from my experience, there's always been this kind of concept in society of being too young to do something or being too young to change the world or have goals or start businesses or whatever. And I remember when I was a kid, people would ask me, what do I want to be when I grow up? And that question always bothered me so much because I was so focused on what I wanted to do now. And our guest today is actually perfect for this topic because She's very similar to me and is a young leader like myself. Hanale is, correct me if I'm wrong, you're 15 now? Yes, I am. Awesome. And you've been in the, dare I say, changing the world kind of concept from a very young age as well. And I, in your bio, I read that you also kind of went through the system of asking, like, what do you want to be when you grow up instead of asking, what do you want to be now? And yeah. I love that concept so much because I think it gives us so much. I think flipping that question gives people, especially kids and youth, the shift in mindset to see that it is possible to start doing what you're passionate about, no matter your age. And you've done a lot of really cool things for the world. And we've been in touch since for a, a little while now. And we finally just got able to connect and you've been doing a lot of stuff around being unstoppable and you're an author and you've done so many amazing inspiring things so I'm so excited to have you on the show so welcome and thank you for being willing to talk with me today oh thank you so much I'm so happy to be here yeah I've been uh we've been connected for a bit but it's nice to finally talk and have an amazing conversation yeah for sure so the first thing I want to ask you is what are your superpowers and how do you use them to change the world? I think my biggest superpower is, I feel like for me, my biggest superpower has been um, being able to empower myself and push through um, that cloud of judgment or that cloud of worry. I feel like the biggest thing um, when starting something new, when trying something new, and when taking action on something, the biggest step is the first one you take. And I think that's always the most important one. And I think that what has been my best ally and has been able to like push me through and made me going is like that courage or that want to help others. Um, I really use, um, there's like certain things that drive me in life, like wanting to, um, help others, wanting to inspire others to be happy, to do what they love. And I think that little source of inspiration is what drives me to move forward in life. Um, and that's like my biggest why you could say. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm not sure if that's, Uh, very specific but I feel like that push to get me through life and that support system of others I feel like that's a pretty big superpower and being able to talk and and do my best to inspire others with my voice or my story 
So that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love the how you talked about like self empowerment and using not necessarily using but like leaning into others around you because that's also been a big thing for me. And I think when you're able to empower and encourage yourself, you're able to also help hopefully empower and encourage others to do the same. And then you're able to see how we can all kind of like, it sounds really cheesy, but like how we can all work as a team to get to a bigger Uh, goal. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think that you, I think it's really important to have a good support system and have good people around you. Um, Like for me, um, I remember when the reason why I wanted to start doing fashion and why I started doing speaking and kind of uh, moving towards a more creatively driven pathway. I remember it's when my mom asked me, I was about seven years old. She asked, what do you want to be now instead of what do you want to be when you grow up? And that single question really stuck with me. And um, I felt so excited to be able to like, what can I do now? Like I was so young, but thinking of all the possibilities and not shunning your mind towards um, what you think others want you to do. I think that was a huge moment for me and really empowered me towards like finding out what makes me happiest, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I think sometimes, especially as youth, we underestimate ourselves or we've been taught to underestimate ourselves because of our age. And at least for me, like getting into the business world from a really young age and then starting to public speak and stuff like that and do things that some adults haven't done yet. And I think I was able to see there's this whole new world outside of just being a kid because we're able to do so much more if we just put our minds to it. Of course. Yeah. And I think really like, the most important thing is having that little start of inspiration. It can either come from people around you. It can come from your social social situation or even online. And I think that for me, I want to be able to inspire other kids my age who may not have that support system, who may not have that inspiration in their family or uh, may have not have grown up the same way. So being able to like be that one kick of inspiration to have someone do what they love would be the most important thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's so important to have that inspiration, that empowerment, even if it's just one person saying it to you or you saying it to yourself to encourage you to see like you can do anything you want to do. And there's so much more we can do. And I think it also comes down to just believing in yourself because sometimes the world around us isn't very encouraging and you might be in difficult situations or whatever but I think when you believe in yourself then it helps you not necessarily be as impacted by perhaps some of the negativity yeah yeah I agree I feel like especially when you mentioned like a lot of the world doesn't believe in us or wants to put out negativity um, that make us feel self-conscious, that make us feel like we're not good enough. Um, and we try setting ourselves up for the expectations of the world around us when really all that we need to strive for is to be the better version of ourselves, not be this mold that people want us to fit into. Um, and 
yeah, I think it's something that's a really big problem, especially with our younger generation and especially just with a lot of kids. Like in the past, I dealt with like, uh, and even to this day, like a lot of self-confidence issues of not feeling good enough for others, not being the best version of myself and feeling like I was uh, an annoyance in a way. Um, and having to actually reflect and see that these were just the expectations that others have that I put onto myself and realizing that has made me more confident to just accept myself for who I am instead of trying to achieve this unreal expectation or unreal goal others may have for me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that's a great place to pause. So after the break, we can come back and talk about this more because I think it's a great expanding point for our topic today. Um, So before our break, can you let our listeners know where they can go to find out more about you and where they can connect in with you? Yeah. um, Like a list of my website or like like website or uh, um, your social media, wherever you want them to go. Okay. Should I like do a little introduction? Sure. Okay. Um, Hi, my name is Hunley Swan. You can find me anywhere online at Hunley Swan, H-A-N-A-L-E-I, and Swan like the bird. Uh, That's also my website as well as my Instagram. So you can find me there. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, definitely go check that out because... I don't know. This is going to be such a fun conversation. I already feel like it's so empowering to be able to just have this discussion, I think, with someone who's in the same age range as I am and stuff like that to see because there's not that many people doing this work at this age. And I think seeing other people doing it too is just a great reminder like anything is possible. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And we'll, we've been talking all about being a young leader and for those listening please come check out our community you can go to superpowerexperts.com and come check out our sifa meditations and everything like that we would love to have you as a part of our team and just be able to connect with you and have these types of conversations awesome we'll be right back after the break Okay, we're back and we've been talking all about being a young leader. So before the break, we were kind of covering on the self-empowerment and confidence. And I think also talking about the self-doubt that comes with, I think, just existing. And I want to kind of cover on that topic if you're okay like going down that rabbit hole of... I think especially as youth, we have so many boxes that society likes to put us in. And just to speak about my own experiences, like my experiences with discrimination and really trying to find myself, especially someone in the queer community and or someone who's been in business or someone who's more alternative. There's so many things, uh, so many boxes I've kind of come across in my lifetime. And I think one of the biggest things I've learned from that is you don't have to fit into a box if you don't want to, and you can create your own boxes or your own, whatever shape you want it to be. And it doesn't have to be cookie cutter and perfect. So I have a question for you about 
speaking to the youth and people of our generation of what's your biggest advice for not for maybe denying the boxes or because I think sometimes with denying the boxes or like choosing not to fit into a box it it can be scary because you don't know what other people are going to think um so what's your advice around not fitting into a box yeah I think I think the biggest thing is realizing that it's okay Honestly, I I had a similar experience um, just growing up and feeling really different to other kids um, in so many different ways. Um, But I think one thing that has helped me so much is realizing that it's okay not to have to put myself in a cookie cutter box. It's okay not to label myself, not to um, have a reason for existing or having a definition of existing. Um, actually a big thing that, um, for me at least, um, with speaking and growing up speaking, um, I would always have an introduction for myself and I would always say, my name is Hanley. I do this, I do this, I'm this. And I had a lot of struggle with identity because I, always remembered myself as these titles as these things I've done and this has been something that's recently I've been working through is having to be okay with letting go of those titles and not feeling like my name or who I am is attached to what I do and realizing that it's okay to just exist it's okay to just be yourself without feeling like you need to put yourself in a box, without feeling like you need to put yourself with a definition. And that was at least my experience. And I know that many other people may have very different experiences, but just realize that you don't have to tie yourself to a certain style. You don't have to tie yourself to a certain type of person. You don't have to tie yourself to your interests. You can just exist as a person and it's okay. So I think that would be my biggest thing. And I feel like that's something I would also, I would greatly appreciate hearing a few years back as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think that reminded me, so for my high school, they gave us this assignment to present to the class about who we are, um, Mm -hmm. because we've had many like essays and stuff that we've written about our identities. And for me, I talked about my, kind of journey of figuring out who I am outside of being an entrepreneur because just like you said there was so many accomplishments that I had based my identity off of like being an entrepreneur or an author or a podcaster or a public speaker and I think sometimes it makes it difficult to figure out who you are outside of all of those accomplishments because whilst they're great and whilst they have an impact on who you are it isn't fully who you are and and I think especially for like the youth of our society and stuff like that it's so important to realize that you're more than what you can do and you're more than what you have already done or what you might do because whilst those things are amazing and there's certainly something to celebrate it doesn't make up fully who you are there's so many different aspects to who we are and I think taking it outside of like for me at least like being a podcaster an author of realizing that's just a small fragment of who I am and it's okay to look at but making it your entire identity I think sometimes makes it really confusing to try to figure out who you are yeah I also think that 
Um, a big thing is tying your self-worth to your accomplishments. This is something that I had a lot of struggle with was um, especially growing up and doing big things or having parents that were uh, making cool stuff and taking big uh, risks and all these things. I remember like hitting a peak and feeling like, how am I going to top this? How am I going to do something more? Um, Or just like wanting to take a break afterwards. And I've tied my self-worth and who I was to these accomplishments and to these things I was doing. And I realized um, I had to like stop. I had to take a step back to feel more like myself because I was only being the person that um, I thought people wanted of me instead of actually just giving myself time to exist. Like people only see like a small percentage of you and that other 99% uh, you have to come to terms with living and you have to know that uh, who you are is okay. And that, yeah, I'm I'm not too sure where I'm going, but (laughs) I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I think it's so important to, learn to accept yourself and sometimes that takes years to figure out and and we're ever changing and like who I am right now might be completely different than who I'm going to be in the next 10 years and it's still really important to learn to accept all of you and I think the idea of being put into cookie cutter boxes it limits us and I think sometimes we tell ourselves that we have to fit into those boxes to so people like us and so we seem normal and at least for me I kind of came to terms with the fact that if someone doesn't want to accept me who I am outside of those boxes I don't really want to be around them and I think I felt kind of bad for saying it at first but then realizing putting your own identity and your self-worth and the opinions of others is almost always going to fail you because I feel, I feel like there's always something that someone is going to disagree with. And, but there's also so much more that so many other people are going to accept. And so the opinion of a few people who might not always agree with you or might not always accept you, that doesn't, that means less than how you feel towards yourself. And so letting the ideas of what others say or do or think about you get in the way of you accepting yourself, I think I think that's something that a lot of us could learn from. Like just learn mm-hmm. to accept yourself and then those opinions matter less and less. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from. And one thing that you mentioned uh, was uh, like cutting people off or maybe them not accepting you or loving you for who you are. Um, and one thing I remember, I used to have this like written on my mirror or something. Um, and it was the statement, um, it's not selfish, it's self-love. And um, that's something I had to teach myself was I'm not being selfish for not wanting to be around these people. I'm not being selfish for wanting to take a break instead of be around others It is treating myself with dignity and self-respect, you know, it's treating myself with love. Um, And I think that's a huge thing. Uh, I I just wanted to mention that as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think one of my biggest quote unquote struggles has been feeling 
just what you spoke to of feeling selfish for doing something for myself, especially when it came to it impacting my self-worth or how I saw who I was because I'm someone who loves to help people and I love being there for people. And I think there was a time in my life where it was really difficult for me to set healthy boundaries with people because I didn't realize that it was starting to impact how I saw myself. And I love that you spoke to that of it's not selfish to maybe take a step back from some people who are making you feel less than or who aren't letting you or helping you see you in your fullness and you in your like full worth, I guess. Yeah. Um, And also like a huge thing is learning to disconnect from the people that take too much of your energy. Um, It feels there's, I feel like in my past I've had many people come into my life where every time being around them, I felt um, like deprived of myself or I just felt drained completely. Um, And having to realize that it's okay to take a step back from those people and you're not hurting them. You're only harming yourself more by not taking a step back, by not giving yourself time. Yeah. So just learning to um, really do what is best for yourself doing what is best um, for your mental health, for um, how you feel. And I think, yeah, that ties into a lot of self-worth as well. And slowly once you start doing things um, that, when you slowly start giving yourself more time, um, your self-worth, like you need to regain that. You need to make yourself feel important or like you deserve respect you deserve time you deserve love all these things yeah for sure and I think and honestly if you continue to stay around the things that are draining you then you're not going to be able to be a leader and you're not going to be able to actually help others because your energy is going to be so drained out from not even giving yourself the same respect of course it's like when you um it's like you can't uh I'm trying to think of the expression it's like you can't give water to others when you have an empty cup you know it's like if your energy is drained if you feel terrible if you're not happy you're not going to be able to help others become happy you're not going to be able to help others in any sort of way so you can only give once you allow yourself to regain that confidence that good feeling, that energy. And so by treating yourself with love, by giving yourself self-respect, you are in fact helping more people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things like I've kind of implemented in my, in my life is not treating myself like any differently than I treat someone that I love or someone that I care about because I think sometimes it can be difficult to see yourself as equal to those around you, Um, especially if you've struggled with self-worth or placing your identity in the opinions of those around you or in the things that you accomplish. It can be really difficult to feel, I guess, worthy of that same respect that you treat others with. But what I've learned is that if you treat yourself as less than others I think you're going to start treating those people as less than as well because if you don't even have a 
good concept of what self-respect and self-love is, then how are you supposed to treat others with respect and love as well? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also important to look at not necessarily placing yourself on a pedestal because mm-hmm. I mean, at least for me, I mean, I graduated middle school with like a 4.0 GPA and then I've been in entrepreneurship from a really young age and stuff like that. And so I've had a lot of, I've been an overachiever most of my life. And I think, I think that's good, but I think also it can be, sometimes it leads to placing yourself on a pedestal of like, what happens if you don't accomplish the absolute best thing ever and then you feel really bad about yourself and like give yourself room to fail because we're people and we're humans and we're not always going to be perfect and that's okay yeah I I think actually what you said is so important because this is something I don't think many people realize and it's even something I um, I'm still trying to work through and still trying to realize and uh, teach myself to be okay with failure because when you have, um, I don't want to like, yeah, I feel like for me uh, doing a lot of great things in life or trying my best to constantly learn, I have been afraid of failure and been afraid of taking a step back and it's a fear that I've had to confront multiple times and it never seems to become easier with time um but I feel like as moving forward becoming more aware that it's okay to not always succeed it's okay not everyone is perfect especially yourself you'll you you are only human and um yeah I think that's just a huge thing (laughs) I agree and like we're always going to find flaws in ourselves and like there's been times where I'll be talking to people and they'll call me like one of the most selfless people that they've ever met or like they'll like be complimenting me and stuff like that I I don't believe them and I was like no that's that's not true I don't know what you're talking about because I placed myself on such a high pedestal that like for an analogy, I placed myself on such a high pedestal that if I were to fall off, I would not survive afterwards because yeah. it was just so big and so large that like it was something that I would never expect others to accomplish. And I think it was not giving myself that same credit to it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay if you're not always going to be perfect because especially considering the fact, I mean, look at like the cookie cutter boxes in society and stuff like that of despite all of the boxes in society that we have we have no agreed upon idea of what perfection is so therefore we're never going to meet perfection because there will always be some flaw or something that gets in the way of that because we don't even have an idea of what perfection is because quite honestly none of us are perfect but I think that makes us all perfectly imperfect because we're human and it's okay if we don't always seem like amazing and perfect and it's okay if we make mistakes and I think when you admit that to yourself then you're able to actually go about your life and not be so stressed about what's the next big thing you're going to do Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think 
I think when you do that and you come to terms with those things, then it makes being a leader even easier because Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with the fact like, and I love to see other youth leaders and like other entrepreneurs and stuff like that starting Mm -hmm. business at a young age, because I think it's even more people proving like there's no limitations to what you can accomplish. It's all about, it's all a matter of mindset really. And I think, I think it's also important to be talking to the youth leaders and stuff like that, because there's also, it's like we're swimming in a current and like the current is going against us. It's really difficult to swim in. And I remember when I was really young and I was like seven or eight and I talked about how as a young leader or like a young entrepreneur, you have to work twice as hard to get people to listen to you. And because I think sometimes some people expect us to fail. And so you work even harder to get your voice heard and you're doing even more and twice the work to make sure you seem solid in what you're doing and who you are. But I think sometimes that leads to the self-judgment or the not believing in yourself because sometimes it feels rather impossible to accomplish anything. Yeah, it's almost like you have to prove yourself as well. Like I remember um, from a young age, I've spoken on stages um, around the world in different places. And I remember always stepping on stage and feeling like I had to prove myself, feeling like if I messed up my words, if I stumbled, that I wouldn't be taken seriously. And I remember like really getting nervous because I felt like I wouldn't be taken seriously or I felt like um, people would judge me, especially for being so young. Like if I, yeah, if I will actually want to be uh, treated with respect or like anyone else and not be talked down upon, Um, I really have to be bigger. I have to be grander, you know? And I remember even like after talks, having conversations with people and um, them still uh, talking to me like I um, wasn't, like I didn't understand what I was doing or asking to speak to my parents instead of me and just feeling less than like, I should be taken seriously. I should be taken seriously as a person um and yeah even like getting investment deals or people reaching out about doing big collaborations and then like oh uh can I I I don't know if you're gonna understand this like them saying that to me and like oh can I just talk to your parents instead and just feeling like lack like less than you know yeah I get that and I remember especially when I was younger um like being at business conferences and stuff like that. And even though I was a kid, people very clearly speaking to me, like I was just a kid and like exactly what you were speaking to of like, like I didn't understand what was going on, Mm -hmm. even though I had been in business since I was two. Um, And like, like, I think I understand what you're talking about. And I remember I've talked about this a lot of there's times where I would be out at business conferences and stuff like that. And it's like, people didn't even realize I was standing there because mm-hmm. there were so many times I was the only kid there. And, yeah. and so like, yeah, so they didn't even expect me to be there. So it's like, it didn't even register in their brains that I was existing there. And mm-hmm. then they just acted like I was some kid who needed babysitting. 
even though yeah. most of the time I was actually there to network with people or promote my business or do every like all the mm-hmm. things everyone else was doing. And I remember because I've been in public speaking from a really young age as well. And exactly what you're talking about, right, is like the not feeling like people are going to take you seriously. And I think it leads to a lot of self-doubt. And even though I had such a great support system, it's so it can be really challenging sometimes to feel like you're ever going to be taken seriously when people just talk to you like you're some kid who doesn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, totally. And I think that self-doubt is a huge um, topic and a huge thing of importance. Um, Yeah, growing up, like being around so many people um, and being around so many entrepreneurs and especially I grew up with a really good support system, which I'm very grateful that I had even just the chance of being able to be with my family and be with other entrepreneurs, you know? Um, But I think that when constantly hearing praise around you, um, I felt like, at least for me, it felt like I had to own up to that. I had to constantly be better. And what if I didn't meet their expectations? What if I didn't fit the box that they wanted me to be in, you know? Um, I had a huge self-doubt issues and I still do to this day of feeling like, Will I ever be worthy enough? Will I ever be good enough to um, defy people's expectations? Will I ever be, as I grow up, still on point or still good and people still want to listen to me, you know? And that's been a big thing of feeling like you've hit a peak in a way and then, oh, what if I can't do something bigger or what if um, people won't respect me anymore, you know? So I think that's huge. And I think everyone has dealt with that in the past, but it's something that barely anyone talks about, that internal battle of feeling like you need to own up to your expectations or others, at least. Absolutely. I remember uh, as as I started like actual school and stuff like that, I kind of took a step from any big projects with business. Mm-hmm. And I remember that adjustment period of it felt like so many people and it was I think it was mostly just like internally of like oh no what are people going to think of at least for me it felt like people were going to be disappointed in me because I wasn't constantly working towards something bigger and Mm -hmm. I think I kind of forgot that all of the things that are already accomplished are still going to be there it's not like they're going to just go away and Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, at least for me, when I was younger and like, I was a really sassy kid. And (laughs) so I always had that level of, even if there was that doubt, I always had like such sass, like nothing could get in the way. Like I didn't take no for an answer. And I think it made being an entrepreneur so much easier because I was, I remember the amount of times I would be, because I would be at business conferences, right? And I was like, one of the only kids there and I would become really close with a lot of the adult entrepreneurs there because most of the conferences lasted a couple of days and so I would see these people a lot and like become closer with them and stuff like that but they still talked to me like I was a kid and they still talked to me like I didn't know what was going on even though I sat in like 
boardroom conversations with them and like was able to share as much information as they were. And I remember just sitting there at like seven years old and hearing these adults talk to me. Like I was just a random kid who didn't know what was going on. And it's like, I knew that that's what they were thinking and just kind of sitting there and being like, Oh, they, they don't really see me as an equal. And it might just be my stubbornness, but I think that encouraged me to work even harder to just accept myself and what, whatever I was doing, whether it was business or just simply existing as who I am of not taking other people's opinions into account because I think I realized that there's always going to be a little road bump, road bump, speed bumps in the way. And it's not always going to be a smooth journey, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to give up on everything. And it means you keep going and you keep working on what is important to you and what other people say doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, learning to overcome those speed bumps is a big thing. I remember when I was in school as well, um, when I kind of, uh, growing up, I moved to a lot of schools um, and only a few years ago, I started doing homeschool. Um, but I remember when I was in school after like starting my company and like starting to do a lot of videos and whatnot, um, I remember feeling really self-conscious and feeling like, yeah are these kids going to judge me for doing this? Like I have things on social media. They are, they looking at me odd, you know? And I even remember like in class one day during like it or something, um, like some of the kids like pulled up my old videos when I was really, really, really young, like a baby of me talking. And I just remember um, hearing them laugh and just feeling so self-conscious and like, uh, that made me not want to really continue. That made me feel like because it like in my head, it made me equate doing videos or talking um, or sharing my voice. Things like that is what is going to get me laughed at and is what people are going to judge me for. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, over time, I had to realize that that's not true and that I deserve to be able to talk and share my voice and it doesn't matter what they think or what they do. As long as it brings me joy, I should have to continue it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I relate to that a little bit. I was homeschooled up until 2020 when I started seventh grade and mm-hmm. now I'm in a part-time public school. Well, it's a charter school, but a part-time like in-person school and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. And I went to real school when I was like in kindergarten. Um, but one of my biggest experiences was I went to a church for a really long time and I had similar experiences like that of like people would find my website or they'd find like my social media or stuff like and stuff like that and like giggle at it and all of that. And I think even though it didn't really bother me, it was still kind of like it did kind of bother me because yeah because it was like yeah and I think and then it was also kind of like the it felt like that was all they saw me as and I remember one well it happened to me a few times but at business conferences I would gain friends with people and I came to realize like one of the only reasons that they were friends with me was because of everything that I had accomplished and I think and I know like 
when I started going to my high school, I, I never introduced myself and like mm-hmm. said that I've been in business and stuff like that because I was just like, let's yeah. not leave this out. Yeah. yeah and, and now everyone knows about it, but what was so cool is they were all so chill with it. And like, they yeah. really, really talk about it. And like, they never make me feel less than for everything mm-hmm. that I've done because it's so interesting of like, sometimes all of the accomplishments make you feel less than somehow be, and I think it's simply yeah. because I think it's because it's not what the majority is doing. Like yeah. I'm the only entrepreneur, kid entrepreneur at my school. And, but it's so interesting because it depends on the, I guess, community that you're in because like going to a business conference, of course, all of those accomplishments are going to seem really cool and really important, but then going to a public school with a bunch of kids your age, they're going to think you're really weird. And like, uh-huh. it's so interesting how it kind of shifts depending on where you are but I think it's so important to not let your opinion on yourself shift depending on the environment that you're in yeah I, I couldn't agree more and yeah. yeah one thing I remember is like um one thing I've tried to be really conscious of you mentioned like people only wanting to be friends with you because of your accomplishments in a way you know Um, One thing I've always tried to be conscious of is no matter who um, the person is, what they've done in their past, I try to treat them the same way I would treat any person, just anyone, you know, Um, because I remember that feeling of people treating me just like a kid and uh, not really taking me seriously. And then the moment they figure out that I have done something, I'm doing something, you know, um, making a business, like have followers, things like that. um, They change their whole demeanor. And I'm like, I I realized after seeing that, I'm like, I never want to be that person. I want to be genuine for everyone I see. Um, And so that's just something I've like, tried to say to myself as well and um yeah and I also think that feeling that oddness around peers your age that may not be entrepreneurs like all of my friends um yeah at least like the majority of my friends here um where I live they they don't have a business they don't really care and it's nice to find people that don't really see you differently because you are um like being an entrepreneur or something like that it's good to find people like that but I remember feeling like nervous and for a while like with my friends I didn't tell them I had a business for like the first few months because to me it wasn't that important for them to know um because it was just another part of myself but yeah uh yeah I I agree with that so much like the what I love how you talked about not wanting to have like not wanting to be the other the reason other people felt the way that you felt before and that's something yeah. that I always try to do of like realizing everyone's different and there's always going to be something different about someone else but I honestly I love our differences because it'd be really boring if we were all just the same and I mean at least for me I always try to be accepting no, I always am accepting of others. And if there's something that I'm confused about, I ask questions or I work on being accepting of it. If it's something that I've like never heard about before, because at least for me, I want like 
no matter what's going on in someone else's life, I never want to be a reason that they feel less than or feel excluded from simply because of how I reacted to some part of them. Yeah. And it's treating everyone with the same respect you'd want, you know, like it's, it sounds cliche, but treat others the way you would like to be treated. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a huge thing of um, just showing everyone respect, you know, treating everyone with kindness. Like if you don't understand something, that's okay. You don't have to judge it though. Your first reaction shouldn't be judgment it should be either wanting to understand or just accepting it for it is, you know, not everyone has to explain who they are and it's okay to just be, you know. I agree. I also love how you talked about like not immediately telling your friends that you've done all these things. I remember the speech that I mentioned earlier, I was rehearsing in front of my, like a group of friends and one of them, her jaw just like completely dropped <laughs> when I was talking about some of the things I've done. And like to me, it didn't seem like that big of a deal, but it was so cool because I realized I'd never told her that I'd done all those things. And it was her first time ever hearing it after knowing me for months. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's something I've done. But it's so cool, like being able to finally find people. And that I think that's it's the importance of surrounding yourself with good people. And not necessarily to say there's bad people, but good people for you and who you are, because it, whilst the opinions of others don't matter that much, they still have an impact. Like, words can still hurt, whether those words have to validate your experiences and how you feel towards yourself, they can still hurt. And, like, I, I remember my experiences of, like, facing discrimination, stuff like that, around who I am and like for a while I wanted to just kind of like push it off and be like oh no it's not it doesn't hurt or whatever because it didn't have that much of an impact on who I was like I was going to stay myself despite what other people were saying but I finally came to terms with the fact that hearing negative things about who you are can still be hurtful and it's okay if they are hurtful but I think it's important to just surround yourself with people who don't say hurtful things yeah I think so as well and also um knowing that the words that others may say or the environment or energy that you may be in um they build up over time it may not hurt in that moment it may just be something small um but know that once there's a like so many negative things it builds up and it starts to have an impact on how you view yourself. It starts to have an influence over you. Even if you do your best not to be influenced by it and try not to take it, it's still in the back of your head, you know? At least this is my experience. Like, I remember in school being called annoying a lot and just feeling um, like feeling uh judgmental towards myself because I started to take on that title of quote being annoying and I started to wear it subconsciously I started to think to myself oh am I being too loud right now am I being annoying right now you know and um I, I slowly took on that title to a point where I started to believe that that was who I was and only until realizing or like having someone else tell me like why would you think you're annoying and trying then to explain like oh why do I think this 
And then realizing that it's because others told me this, but Mm -hmm. it may not be the truth. And it's still something that subconsciously I'm like, oh, so annoying right now. Sorry, but I shouldn't have to apologize for just being myself or giving myself a label that um, is negative, you know? I agree. And I relate to that so much that that was a label I had taken on because Mm -hmm. of what other people had said about me. And even if they were just joking, it still became something that I felt the need to always be on guard guard for like, Oh no, am I boring people? Or am I being too loud? Or am I being too obnoxious or whatever? And I think, and there's been so many things that have like, led to me for example like apologizing a lot for something existing and <laughs> same and, and, and the funny thing is it's so ironic because I probably annoy people with how much I'm apologizing for like being annoying and <laughs> but I think recently especially when you're able to surround yourself with people who are like no that's not true yeah. they, it helps you kind of come to terms with how silly you sound saying those things about yourself because Totally. I mean, there's been times where people have asked, like, well, why do you think that about yourself? And, and like, I couldn't give them a valid reason. Like, yeah. and they'd just be like, no, dude, you're just existing and being yourself. That doesn't mean you're being annoying. And, yeah. <laughs> and I think when you're able to do that, when you're able to see, like, how it's not true. And, and again, that's something I'm still working on. Like, I still... I still apologize a lot and I still sometimes like struggle with feeling like I'm being too much or like I'm being overbearing or annoying or whatever. But I think when you're able to see that those labels don't define you, because if anything, I think if someone like calls you annoying or whatever, that says more about them than it does about you because because they're the one who's getting annoyed by it they're the one who's being judgmental that's not on you and you're simply existing so why take on the negativity from others that's unneeded because i think when we're able to like see others i guess like hurtful words and stuff like that and realize like oh that doesn't define me then it's a lot easier to not let our own already in internalized hurtful words towards ourselves like stay a part of who we are yeah and like another thing I wanted to mention was it's probably not true when you can't give a good reason for it I feel that same way where it's like someone will call me out for saying sorry too much and will say like why do you think this about yourself why why are you apologizing for simply existing and um I can never give good reason. And it's still something I need to improve on a lot. My parents call me out. They're like, stop saying sorry all the time. You're, do you really mean it? Like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. And it's so funny when you're able to reflect, like I even remember like talking to a close friend of mine and them just like, it was, uh, it was something really personal that they were talking about and they were apologizing for being overbearing or apologizing for being too much. And it's so funny when, um, like you recognize it yourself when you're like, that's something I do stop it. And you can almost see yourself in them, like stop apologizing. 
but you apologize all the time as well. So that's that's something that I experienced. I'm like, oh, wow, I I really do apologize a lot. I'm a lot like you. (laughs) I'm like, stop it. You don't have to apologize for being yourself or just simply existing. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you're talking about that because I, a lot of my friends are very similar to me and like, We'll get just like apology fest where it's like we're all just saying sorry for no reason and and like seeing them do it helps me realize oh wow I sound so silly when I do this like it's like God. yeah wow why would I even say that yeah, <laughs> <It's yeah>. like, <laughs> yeah. and I think also what I've realized is like I mean the concept of apology is typically someone says sorry after doing something hurtful or something that another person didn't like and then most of the time like agreeing you're not going to do it again and so continually saying sorry I think over time makes the apology not seem real because it stops being an apology and simply becomes another vocabulary word that you use often and it's like and then I think it would be really easy for people to question if you are being genuine because I think over time it starts to internalize as just something that you say like at least for me like the word sorry has just become like a filler word or something that I say like if I'm not sure if someone is like like agrees with what I've said or whatever and realizing that word isn't even meant to be a filler word it's meant to be an actual apology and one of my biggest things is being genuine and being honest with people so it's really hypocritical of me to keep saying a word that over time is just going to stop having stop having meaning totally yeah yeah and I think and also I think like my my parents and I talk about this a lot of how people can be reflections for ourselves mm-hmm. and when we're able to that again speaks to the importance of surrounding yourself with people who make you feel happy like people who something I like talking about a lot is surrounding yourself with people who don't necessarily complete you but they make you feel whole on your own and when you're able to do that and like fully be yourself with other people then you're able to start seeing them as reflections for yourself like like yeah and I think like the concept of for example for me like saying sorry or feeling annoying and stuff like that has been something I've kind of struggled with for like a really long time but it's been just mm-hmm. recently that I've been able to realize like oh wow maybe I should stop yeah and, yeah and that's due to the people that I've surrounded myself with and I think also due to the fact that I've learned like what self-respect is and realizing mm-hmm. oh that's not something I like I want to go telling my friends that they're annoying or yeah. that they need to keep saying sorry so like why would I do that to myself yeah it's like thinking about um the words that you say to yourself the criticism that you give yourself like I would never say this to anyone else why would I be saying this to myself you know um I I've also had similar like experiences with like self-judgment and really being critical to myself when criticism isn't needed because I'm simply existing um And I think that a lot of people experience this, especially like kids our age, the younger generation of constantly having to judge who you are and constantly feeling like you're like, there's always something wrong with you, you know? 
and um, or like trying to put yourself in a box yet again of, oh, this is why I'm like this. Oh, this is the problems I have. And using that as almost like a barrier to actually like improving yourself or like um, actually, uh, yeah, like trying to become one in a way, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's so important to just have self-respect for yourself, especially to the people in our generation, younger generations. There's, I mean, looking at everything that we've gone through in the past, like, three years, uh, there's been so much change in the world and a lot of fear for so many people around the idea of simply existing. And of course we're going to kind of internalize that because it has an impact on us, even if it's not direct and all of that considered. And it's, it's so important to to stay solid in who you are and to feel that same respect for yourself that you treat others with, because when you have that, then I think the challenges of the world seem a lot less big and then you're able to help others and you're able to be a leader and be a strong leader because mm-hmm. you're not letting everything get to you. Yeah. And I think really when you start to uh, learn more about yourself, when you start to love yourself for who you are, stop apologizing for existing, all of these things internally, you are able to help so many people and be such a better leader when you own yourself, when you are okay, accept yourself. It's not like you have to be a perfect person, but it's coming to terms with being okay with the current version of you. When you're able to do that, so many people enjoy being around you. So many people will accept you for who you are because you are presenting the energy of authenticity and people are drawn most to the people who are most authentic, you know? Um, yeah and that's how you attract the good people in your life is when you're able to be yourself you bring in the best people you know when you're acting fake when you're not being who you are when you're trying to pretend to be someone else you attract people who are also faking it themselves so just like being able to be authentic you attract the best people in your life yeah I agree and that self-authenticity is so important and feeling confident in yourself is it's so important and it's when you're able to do that then you're able to just feel confident and that confidence is I think when you finally gain confidence within yourself it's it's so empowering like it's a whole nother perspective of living because you're able to just exist and feel free and not feel anxious all the time about what other people are thinking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking for almost an hour. Oh my goodness. So I think we should start wrapping up, but I want to ask just like, we talked about a lot of topics today, but for those listening, what's your advice for, because we've talked about like some of the challenges of being a young leader and stuff like that, but What's your advice for really, like, what's the key to self-confidence and self-accepting and that self-respect that we've been talking about today? Yeah, honestly, um, 
I, I don't always feel like I have found the key, you know, I feel like it's something that can't obtain. And then you're always confident. You're always happy. You're always yourself. Um, even me, like I feel like I get wrapped back into, um, that feeling of not feeling confident that, um, putting that those labels onto myself that aren't really me that was uh put onto me you know um and I don't always feel like I know who I am or don't really feel confident or as authentic as I could be but one of the biggest things I think to achieving that or um feeling better is just being okay just accepting myself. Like every day I write down affirmations. I tell myself, I love myself. I tell myself I'm proud of myself because I I have told myself so many times that I don't love myself in the past, that I'm not proud of myself. And so giving myself a little bit of positivity um, really helps out and writing down, I am confident. I am empowered. I feel good. Um, They start to like, unconsciously put that thought in your head because so many times in the past, at least for me, I unconsciously say many negative things about myself. And so actually starting to actively um, say good things, actively start to want to improve my mental health, want to improve myself. It really helps and effort goes a long way, but you have to commit to actually loving who you are You have to commit to actually accepting yourself because it's so much easier not to like yourself. And it's so, but once you like really find what you love, like, wow, I love um, like how I feel today. Wow. I love my body. I love all these things about me and even loving the things that may not fit into the box that everyone wants you to be. It's like actively loving your imperfections. And that is what makes you perfect is whenever, when you're able to love yourself wholly, no matter the gaps you have, no matter the things that hold you back, they push you forward, you know? Yes. I love that. And I love the activist working on loving yourself and I love how you said it's a lot easier to not love yourself because it's a constant journey to work on that self-acceptance and stuff like that and sometimes it's really tiring but (laughs) if you keep working on it it becomes no it's always worth it even though it's tiring because at the end of the day the self-acceptance is so much more than however tiring it may be and and actively working on just accepting even the tiniest little flaws about yourself can be so empowering and it can help you help others and I think that's really important yeah Yeah. awesome thank you so much for that advice because it's really important and to those listening you are loved and work on loving yourself because it's really important to just like see yourself as someone who's loved and when you're able to do that then you're able to help so many more people so quick question before we leave can you remind our listeners one more time just of your social media and of your website so they can go to find out more about you yeah amazing you can find me anywhere at hunley swan uh i'll spell it out h-a-n-a-l-e-i and then S W A. 
A-N, like the bird. Um, that's for my website as well as my Instagram and Facebook, all that stuff. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. It's been an amazing conversation. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think this has been really important, at least for myself as well. It's just like, it's been nice seeing someone else who's done similar things to me to know like, I'm not absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> here. Same here. Yeah. So thank you again for coming on and maybe we can do more stuff in the future. That would be a lot of fun. And to those listening again, make sure to come check out our community, go to superpowerexperts.com, come check out SIFA and all of our online experiences. We cannot wait to see you there. We've been talking all about being a young leader. Thank you so much again for coming on. And yeah, this was fun. And to those listening, remember, love yourself and love others. Until next time. Yes. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.